Good morning. Welcome, 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 everybody. Rise and grind, rise and grind. Today's episode of Esoteric Edification. On today's episode, I'm talking about Philly, Philly as a whole, as far as hip hop, as far as the lineage. I'm not going all the way back to pop art records. Uh, a lot of a lot of people don't understand the significance of uh, Philadelphia hip hop. Me in my lifetime, I've been blessed to been around uh, plenty groups, to know them, hang with them in some shape, form, or fashion, or to have ties to them. Ram Squad, a hundred X, Task Force, Do or Die, the Philly Do or Die. Um, around let's say. Around 90-91. Like, you got to give it to him hands down. The the best producer in Philly was Big Lee from 100X. And he also did um, Do a Die album, too, The Situation. At this time, I was going to um, Elvison Middle School at uh, 13th and Susquehanna. You know, neighborhood-wise, that's called... Uh, Swamp Valley. You got Swamp Valley, Fox Valley, Hart Trent. But around around what was going on musically around this time, like like in my opinion, Hundred X is the best group to come out of Philadelphia. Out of North Philly. I mean, you know, of course you'll give it to a lot of people give it to the roots as far as records sold and and popularity. And I'm not I'm not taking that from the roots. Me and, me and Black Thoughts are good friends. We went to Germantown. A lot of people went to Germantown. Rashid from Elevaz, another good friend of mine. But I give it to 100X because they, what they were rapping about and, and, and who they were individually, you know, bad news, stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, it's just, the hands down, no one was doing it like 100X. Fast loot tactics behind the door. Whom shall I fear? Like, like they was they was holding it down. But around this times, like, like later on in life, I mean, I always looked up to him from afar, not knowing this before I even knew bad news. It was like you know trying to rap and trying to figure things out. The people that made me want to rap was the hundred X. It's just. Like, like a lot of people don't understand, like, back in the day, Ram Squad, I never rapped with them. I hustled for them. And I remember, just just a, you know, segue, I remember one day, I put it on Facebook, I said, the best, the best rap group to come out of North Philly was 100X. And Tommy Hilfiger from Ram Squad, he seen it. He got mad. He was like, what you talking about? What you talking about, Casper? You was down with us. You used to hustle for us. And I interjected it. I said, I'm not talking about selling drugs. I'm talking about hip-hop. And he had to admit it. He was like, oh. And was fine with it. That's the difference. Like, yo, like, like the first, some of the first five, like, God bodies I knew about 5%ers, like, the brother from, um, the group Diggable Planets, he from Philly. And he went to William Penn. And my, my brother went to William Penn. You know, that's like the first five percenters and, and people in North, from different parts of North that was getting money, they went to William Penn. The old William Penn is not there no more. Well, it's there, but the school is closed. They closed a lot of high schools over here in Philly. 
Now the thing about the thing about this is, like if you fast forward, like when I started hanging with news, news had an apartment up up at Darby on Garrett Road, and he this he was the first person that that I seen with and physically seen with the MP with the MPC XL, right? Now we in his empty apartment, no furniture. We got a we did a whole mixtape with an MP, a stereo receiver using headphones as microphone. But this 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 was like the glory days of Philly hip hop, Lost Children of Babylon, Jedi Mind Tricks, everybody was like just trying, you know, find a way. And you know, we all interacted with each other, you know, the gallery, Center City, South Street. That's just what it was back then. It was the backpack era. So we made this, you know, we made this mixtape called the Zar City Mixtape. Me, Chief Kamach, Celine, K, everybody, like, this tape was popping. Like, like we really just, Dawood from Lost Children of Babylon, Brother Judah, he had all these blank tapes. So we had, like, like probably like 5,000, 10,000 tapes that he just bought, you know, with aspirations as far as using for the LCOB thing. But... We made this mixtape, Zar City mixtape. It was raw, had that dirty sound, but it was it was it was lit. We were just selling them, but we wasn't keeping track of them. It's just whoever had them that was on it was selling them, and we ain't take the money and come back and put nothing else out. But the the imprint underground wise is a classic. So fast forward, this is towards the end. Of, of 100x as far as messing with Blade Thomas. So this one day, I'm at new I'm at news apartment. And he like yeah I'm about to go to um about to go to studio. We about to go to um Excalibur. That was the studio that 100x recorded at. It's on Mellon Street right there, 15 for Fairmount. It's the next block. And I'm from that neighborhood. I'm from Morocco's or what you call Francisville. So it's nothing. It's like I. Right, so we go to me, me and News go to the studio, but in my opinion, the energy in the air was just real weird. It was like a whole money thing, like who should be paid what. They had the group had issues that was above my pay grade, that was above my my whole, you know what I mean. But it seemed like to me, from 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 my opinion, Blair Thomas was like he had put so much put so much money out. That he was trying to recoup. So they had, you know, when Blair Thomas, NFL player, ex-NFL player, his name carried a little weight. You know, people came, you know, they came to the studio. So you had Power 99, Q102, all different people in the industry there. And they listen, you know, they listening to the album. And it's, it's like, but you can tell that there's a rift between the group and Blair at the time. So I'm there. I'm just soaking everything in. I'm just happy to be there. So, they put a beat on. And they like, you know, they trying to get people to rap. But, but stopping them, they, I guess they was like, we ain't rapping unless we get no money. So they put the beat on. G-Mass, G-Massacre, he spit. He went crazy. He spit some shit. He blacked out. Da -da 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 -da. And he did. He left. He from Morocco's too. He probably went... Went back up to Master Street. He was out. So once G left, me and News still there. 
They put the beat on. I spit. I blacked out. I'm going in, going in, going in, going in, going in, going in. Then next, you know, I see Blair going to bat, and they whispering. Somebody whispering to Blair. They like who young boy? Like who he? And he like, oh, he with news. But my loyalty is the news. So news ain't getting no like he on his joint like him. To be honest, he really ain't give a fuck. He really ain't want fuck. He wanted the situation to be over with. So this on the joint like I'm rapping. They they come to me like yeah well Blair want want to sign you like they want because everybody coming to Blair asking them who am I. But my loyalty is the news. Like, I'm loyal to the soil. Like, fuck that. Like, so I black out, black out, black out. And next thing you know, news tap me. I, I, I chill. I stop rapping. They offer me money. They are like, yeah, we're going to put you on. We're going to put you on. Blah, blah, blah. All this shit. But then all the OGs and 100X looking at me. Now they looking at me funny. So, so when me and news, me and news roll out. News laughing. He glad he wanted, he like, because he like, damn, like, oh, that's news student right there. Like, so, so we leave. They in a situation of chaos, me and news, we, we riding down the street in the car and shit. And he like, nah, he like, you don't want to, um, you don't want to be involved with that shit. Because it's like, it's like, it's basically the money situation wasn't right. He was like, I don't, I don't know about the overall, but I know in that moment. That that like, and I talk to staff like hey, like me and staff got a good relationship. Like I be I be doing beats for staff and everything. And I never like I, I bring up the situation, but I never got into what was his mind state at the time because I'm a different person than I was then, and I know that they that he a different person. But I, I just see how money always messed the situation up. When you go into these situations, like to anybody out there. That's trying to start a group. I don't care if you grew up with a person, if it's your brother, if it's whoever. Know your paperwork. Have your contracts. Don't be on some like, oh, this my man and all that. Because it, it, at first it wasn't Diana Ross and the Supremes. At first it was the Supremes. So you, you got to learn from history. Like business is business. Friends is friends. Like and money changed people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could think you know somebody, but you don't know who they're going to become. You don't know if they're going to veer right, if they're going to veer left. Like, 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 just speaking on this, and this is no shade to my brother, like, even with the, the Lost Children of Babylon situation. The original members of Lost Children of Babylon is Rasul, Hill, and Dawood. Then it was me and then Lil. I, I, I was a member of the group. And I'm still looked as a member of the group to me in between Sue, but you won't know me for that. Like, when they was coming up doing the shows, it's a lot of shows they didn't rap that I held them down and rap. Like, that was my friends, my brothers. Like, even on the street, hanging a love park, robberies. Like, when people had a problem with them, they had a problem with me. But they had less problems because they was associated with me. But then when, when they, you know, when... Sewell went to California and people made their moves. I was still in Philly, right? So I was trying to get in this party one day. And this was a real industry party. It was a lot of people in there could have put me on, right? But at the door, they wouldn't let me in. 
But that's the thing. When you said Aztec, it was that's the individual. But a lot of times, I took the blame for a lot of stuff that they did. You get what I'm saying? Just just regular everyday survival shit. I hung with like on days 40, 50 people a day. But you kept hearing Aztec, Aztec, Aztec. And it's like people was benefiting from my name. You get what I'm saying? So, lo and behold, come, you know, people, like I said, people did certain things at the time I agree with. But I thank them now. It's just, and what I mean by that is, it's good to be left out of things sometimes. Like you can help somebody get somewhere and you think they're going to hold you down. And they, and they, and for whatever reason, if they under pressure or they not focus on compensating you and they say, and they like don't do you right, sometimes they do you a favor. It's good to be left behind because people choose their paths, right? They, 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 they step on people, they break, they, they, they break their word, do all types of things. And that's not their intentions. They don't set out to do that, but the end result is that's what they do. Now the whole time that that people uh what's the word uh deviate from the so-called spoken plan and, and do whatever to be you know anxious to get the money when you sit up under somebody with money you just happy to be there but it's gonna come a time when that person get tired of feeding even if they can afford it you get what I'm trying to say. And, and so, while while some of my brothers had an easier ride, right? It was a, it was an easy ride for maybe 10, 20 years. But the ride is like eighty years. So they didn't they wasn't worried about around the, down the road. They was worried about instant gratification. The point I'm making is you never know where you're going to find yourself. And a lot of times, like, and what I mean by that is like, okay. I'm not I'm not as famous as some people, but fame and fortune is two different things. I never set out to be famous. I just wanted to be wealthy, not even rich. But I done seen good people good people let this, you know, get in a certain environment change them. They get delusional. And it's then it's like the whole I've been there as far as pimping in the drug game. Like at, at my height when I'm getting money. And I'm not. I'm unhappy. People think you happy because you got money, you got cars, you got houses, but that shit, you not getting no rest. You gotta maintain that lifestyle. Any deviation, I'm talking about. If I got four rims on my truck, four twenty twos on my truck. If I get a flat tire, I'm under pressure to get it fixed. It ain't like oh no, I'm gonna put a regular tire on it. You got three rims and one regular joint. Oh, he falling off. You get what I'm saying? So me, I had I learned a different way. Like I got my money from the street through pimping, selling drugs. I was getting money from the music, but I have revenue streams. I'm not dependent upon hip hop. That's the thing. You can't be in your house and your son need pampers or your wife need food, and you like hold on, let me finish this verse real quick. It don't work like that. So just be mindful of when you of 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 of. It ain't, it's not what you do, it's how you do it. But yeah, as far as hip-hop Philly, we don't get our just do. Like, like I mean, you, of course you got Cool C, Steady B, you got Lux, you got so many rappers 
And it is I know and it's like rappers that they're 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 never they never got the exposure. But they don't reinvent themselves. They get they get put in that box of I'm known as this person in Philly, but they don't make a new name and reinvent themselves. And that's where the strength comes in there. You can't go by how things used to be or how it used to go. You roll with the future or you get rolled over. And this has been today's episode of Esoteric Edification. This is a short episode. I've only been doing them on Saturdays. But I'm about to go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We touch on different issues between stock, hip-hop, beats, everything. And the next, the next episode is going to be on, you know, the third stimulus. How the correlation of them infusing money in the ghetto with gun violence. I know you've seen every city, you see shootings up, shootings up. Like, where you think the money coming from the body's guns? Now, you give people money, but they make the decisions they make. So, this is Isaac Ali. I want to say hotep and bless the all, and I'll see you next time.